what is up, people? We're back, hanging in the hangar. I'm here with Daniel Meek and Austin Huang. Huang? How do you pronounce that? Uh, Huang. Huang. Okay. Huang. Huang. It's like it's like your you, talking to your friend Huang, but with like a G at the end, like a Huang. Huang. Yeah. Okay. First of all, let's talk about your rubber band ring. Yeah. That's so really yeah, we talked about his yarn last week, uh, last time we were on here, and he now has uh, a rubber band as a wedding ring. Yeah, so first off, my wife's super cool because she could not care less if I wear a wedding ring or not. That's pretty All the people out there are like, what? Um, no, I, I should wear a wedding ring. Just don't go in any random tents, Daniel. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Call back to tonight. Um, no, so my my two-year-old loves playing with my wedding ring. I have this like rubber wedding ring for like lifting weights or exercising. Um, which I do every day. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> you look um, like it. Yeah. I gave it to my two-year-old. I turn around, I'm like fixing dinner or washing dishes or something. Uh, next time I turn around, my dog's chewing on it. Mm. And it's like chewed through. That was months ago. And I can't find my real like wedding ring that my wife placed upon my hand when she, <laughs> when she so luckily locked me down. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, so I threw a rubber band on my finger just to let everybody know, taken. Awesome. I mean... Taken. Yeah, if you are in sponsorship, it's a perfect time to get sponsored by Groove Rings or something. Mm. But I think there's, like, Groove Rings or Halo Rings. <laughs> you can literally buy them on Amazon for, like, five bucks for, like, a pack of six or something. So you're saying there's really no excuse for me not to have a wedding ring? <laughs> I, I mean, you, I, you it's have up one. to you. Like, um, it's, it's a rubber... Why buy a rubber wedding ring when you already are wearing a rubber band? Why not do arts and crafts with your kids to make a wedding ring? That's true. We could do that. Yeah. I mean, also, like, that's something I would do in, like, middle school. (laughs) So. Can have Josh make you a ring? He could, out of, like, uh, spoons. Yeah, Josh does rings. Yeah, spoons. He's done the wooden one. He does wood rings now. He's a crafter of many fine things yeah yeah he's crafty crafty guy shout out joshua his birthday is coming up yeah have we told all of our listeners who who's here and like introduce alston so for those of you who don't know alston uh he is from i'm from california just like everyone else Mm. yeah (laughs) half of our group is from california yeah like actually um sorry for bringing up the real estate Tennessee, um, but you know what? Like, someone's got to come. <laughs> Sorry. No, well, okay. So, well, actually, so here's the thing. I say I'm from California because the past like ten ish years I was in California, but yeah, I'm from originally like Pittsburgh. Like I was born in Pittsburgh. Well, Washington, Pennsylvania, but all the Pennsylvanians now. Yeah, a couple of Pennsylvanians in the group. You were uh, down there with the Stellars. I can't do it. <laughs> Stillers. Can you can you do like a good Pittsburgh? No, no? I, I've always is rejected. Is that a Pittsburgh accent? Yeah, it's like it's a midwestern kind it's of. Like you go down there and and. Oh, we say yins a lot. Yins, yeah. yeah yins. I'm saying y'all, we say yins. Like oh, I like, think that people call Pittsburghians like yinzers. Yinzers, yeah, yeah. Get yins. cultured, Kyle. I'm yeah, from New England. <laughs> like, yeah, so there's like a. So Pennsylvania is kind of like a midwestern, but also east coastish. Like it, it's a yeah. it's a mix. 
You got oh, yeah. everyone from Pennsylvania is from the same one town, apparently. Grove City. Grove City. They all went to Grove City. <laughs> yeah, I know about it, but I'm not from there. <laughs> I had never heard of it until ten people told me they were from Grove City, and I'm like, "Do y'all just come to West End Young Adults for some reason?" Nashville like, West End is a pipeline. Yeah, from, it's a pipeline. from Grove City. Yeah. Okay, so what took you to California? Uh, so my parents, um, they, yeah. So I grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Back up. Back I, up. I, I have a whole thing of story. So I was born in Pennsylvania. Okay. Pittsburgh, Washington. And then, uh, so my parents, they own like Chinese restaurants, like think like Panda Express, think like whatever. Really? Yeah. So they own like a couple. Uh, I mean, my dad, like he started in like Texas and yeah. went all the way up to like Pennsylvania to like own, you know, run these businesses. Um, yeah, my childhood, my childhood is definitely a little different because I, um, like, Basically, when I was, like, 10 months old, my parents were like, you know what, like, we need to run this business, like, you know, immigrant, like, trying to run this business, trying to, yeah. you know, do well in this country. Um, so I was raised mostly technically, like, in the first, like, eight years of my life by my grandma and my aunts in Shanghai, China. So I was there for, yeah, from, like, age one until, like, age seven, I think. And, like, so my first language is, like, Mandarin, second language, Shanghainese dialect, third language mm-hmm. was English. And I came back uh, to America, like, not knowing any English. Wow. Um, wow. So, so, I, so like, I'm technically not an immigrant, but, like, I kind of felt like one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, like, so I was in Pennsylvania for, like, 10 years, about, something like that. Um, I can't count. Uh, for like high school and then my parents like they sold their business uh, after the recession it was kind of hard yeah naturally third one so after that like you know business was never the same so they kind of just like you know we'll just retire and then where should we retire well sunny California okay back then it was a great place to go yeah yeah um, <laughs> uh, yeah so from California I went to school there UCSB okay. I was gonna say shout out but no one really knows about it here you see Santa Barbara? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I actually went there a year ago, just visiting. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't oh, they have, like, a really good base? Don't they have a good baseball program? Oh, yeah. It's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I know about you guys. Yeah. Also, uh, I was roommates with the varsity soccer um, goalie, who's pretty cool. Like, okay. Or soccer is pretty huge there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But no football, unfortunately. No football. Yeah, why is that? I mean, they're a big school, right? Big school? I don't know. I think I think they used to have a football team, but then they're like, well, <laughs> you know, I bet they can't beat UCLA. And just, you know what? Screw it. Like, we'll just do soccer and baseball instead. Yeah. And okay. basketball. I think they're, no, I think they're D2 in basketball. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So what brought you to Nashville? Love. Love. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of people. Not me. Wait, maybe. <laughs> well, Keep you all see, in suspense. Maybe. Yeah, when I, when maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so um, my fiancé now, I mean, uh, we were dating my, my girlfriend at the time, fiancé now. Uh, so we met in California at a Bible study. Oh. Um, and then, you know, we started dating and everything. Um, six months later, she's like, Hey, I think I'm gonna move to Nashville with my family. I'm like, where's that? Because <laughs> growing up, okay, when you're from California, right? Like, it's kind of like the 
when you were in California, like California is like everything you know, like yeah. your geography mm-hmm. like actually sucks. So the only thing I know about Nashville is like, oh, it's like country music. Yeah. Taylor Swift is from here, and that's it. Like okay. I knew nothing about ten, like ten, like what do you, like what is Tennessee? <laughs> like you know Texas, right? Like oh, they got like Longhorns, whatever. You know Florida, yeah. Georgia, you got Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like Tennessee was not even on the map. Like no yeah. sense, but. Um, so I, I was like, oh, cool. Like you're moving to the South. Like I know nothing about it. Um, and then, so we drove across the States to like, you know, help them move and everything. I stayed with their family for like a month here. Uh, that's where I met like Josh Fishman. Um, yeah. cause, uh, I think that thing was going to his Bible study at the time and then okay. I was like, all right, cool. Like I'll stay high and whatever. At the time I was like, you know, I'm dating this girl. She six months, like, you know, it's. Not like very short, I guess, but it's also not like super long. It's at a point where you're like kind of deciding, okay, like, yeah, are we gonna like yeah. continue this? So, uh, I guess I, you know, stayed here. I like Nashville. I think I could stay here. At the time, I was like, um, because it's still like kind of pandemic times. I was uh, living with my parents. I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna move out anyways, whether it be like San Diego, like, or Orange County, whatever, with my friends. It might have been pandemic time in California. In Tennessee, we were just like, what yeah. pandemic? Like, party time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Broadway's still open. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, so, yeah. where I was from, it's more conservative, so, like, yeah. we, like did not care. At yeah. least the places I was in. But still, it was like, um, you know, what should I do? Like, should I move? Should I stay? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, I'm like, you know what? Like, let's do it. So, I decided to move out here in, I think... Almost, actually, exactly a year ago. Almost exactly a year ago. Wow. Uh, out here, and uh, yeah, turned out pretty good so far. Like Nashville. But yeah, no, I didn't come here to like raise like rent or whatever. Yeah. Out the other <laughs> And you found West End through Josh? Yes. Um, it was, well, actually, no. Yes? Let me think about this. I'm trying to remember because we went and got Martin's barbecue pretty early on. Yeah. Oh, so actually, so I, I think it was through Josh because it was his birthday. Yes, I, I, I remember just, meeting you there. You I, brought I, like a big like <laughs> thing of meat that you were like cut, <laughs> cutting. So wait, like, like uh, de Brazil. What is that place called? Um, a Fogo de Chao, uh, Texas de Brazil. Texas de Brazil. No, no. So it was a uh, serrano ham, so Spanish ham. Okay, it, it's literally like a like a pork hindquarters that they like. Put in salt and just yeah. left there for a year. Okay. Uh, that does not sound appetizing. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. um, that sounds amazing to me. Yeah, so it's like... It's like uh, Daniel will eat anything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like pork. It's, it's a prosciutto, basically. Yeah, like, okay. No questions Spanish. asked from Daniel. Um, no questions asked. <laughs> I mean, I, I always like that stuff, but like... <laughs> it was his birthday, and I kind of knew him a little bit, like... And then I went to this birthday party. I didn't know anyone. You know, meeting people. Um, just moved here. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, I love cheese boards. I love charcuterie whatever yeah. I brought it to, I don't know just for fun I guess and then apparently everyone remembers it but I don't remember anyone at the party at all like I <laughs> people are like oh yeah you're yeah. that guy I'm like who are you I remember like, meeting you Brittany. I remember seeing you meet other people and... I'm, okay I remember Paulson there okay but okay. he's the only like I think person there I think <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I, but I didn't remember his name I was like yeah. oh yeah that guy familiar <laughs> um, and I think it was uh, Elise so she moved out yeah but I think she invited me to Weston because I didn't I was like oh wait like, okay. how do you guys not all know each other yeah. Like, oh like yeah we go through Battle Study 
Then I came, and then I um, okay got plugged in. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Joshua, for bringing Alston to us. Yeah, good, good guy. Good guy. But and if you were at that party, thanks Alston for bringing shaved meat. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I mean I think so. I got it from Costco, and they do it every single year. Really? Yeah. I, I would bring it. So I was gonna like Thanksgiving, <laughs> I, I Friendsgiving. I can't. It's it's a pain in the butt to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can if you guys want because I think a lot of people would be grossed <laughs> out. Daniel would eat most of it. The thing, okay, so the problem is not that like oh I can't get it whatever. The problem is there's so much. It's like five, six, seven pounds of just meat, yeah. and that's like ham. Like yeah. it's not like American like you know honey ham. It's yeah. like. Almost cheesy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so now that you're here, what do you do for work? Uh, so, right. Uh, so, I work uh, for Tinder and in, in the South, right? So, in, in LA, it's like, oh, you work for Tinder. That's so cool. Like, you know, yeah. like, you're, you're doing the best. You're doing the most. Here, sometimes I'm like, you know, I work for a dating app or I work for a match group or whatever because farmers only. Is it like a stigma? There, Yes, there is a stigma and we talk about it at work all the okay. time because there's like a, when I first got my job I was telling my friends you know, they're Christian they're like, oh, like, you sure, man? Like, yeah. It's like, what's, sinful. What's the stigma with Tinder? Is it like, just like a hookup app? Yeah, so most people think it's a hookup app. Um, they think, and plus the marketing like does not hold. Um, Are they the swipe left, swipe right? They invented the, we actually like, um, uh, what's it called? Trademark that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, swipe, yeah. Swipe. Okay. So, so when you think like dating apps, like Tinder's like the first one you think of, even though it's not like the oldest one. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I, I work in, uh, operations analytics on there so with like new business and whatnot so we work with like most partnerships okay yeah so that's what i do any more detail than like i don't think the anyone's gonna understand (laughs) (laughs) maybe josh so so how do you get into that was what was your degree so my degree was in sociology and tech management okay um I always say that my degree is kind of useless because I don't think I'm doing whatever. Uh, okay. But the tech management did help. And I also got a analytics um, like certificate or whatever. Okay. Um, so my previous job was at Honey PayPal. So it, it was a startup, Honey, if you think like coupons, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, I remember that. So it was that. And then they got acquired by PayPal. So like, oh. Um, then I worked at PayPal for very similar stuff. So. I guess like I was in tech and I just wanted to okay. stay. I, that's just you know what I'm used to. Um, you know, work from home, flexibility, like work whenever you want. Like it, it's pretty nice um, working in tech, especially in California. It's just what people do. Um, yeah, great benefits. I mean, if I was in the office, it, it's not to brag, but like in the office, it's pretty safe. It's a crazy office. Do they have an office in Nashville? No, no, they don't. They have one in Texas and okay. New York and all that, but. In LA, they have like five, seven floors of it, and there's like free food. There's like snacks and coffee, wow. masseuse. Uh, Daniel's like, where's the money for that at West? I yeah. swipe right on yeah. that right now. Wait, is right? Yes. Yeah, right is good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But no, we're working remote. It's fine here. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you're working for Tinder. Um, 
did you have any preconceived notions about dating apps before working there or like has your perspective Christian Mingle yeah honestly Christian Mingle wait do we own Christian Mingle as in the thing because I don't want to be like exposed like crapping on our own like brand (laughs) I'm pretty sure like I don't think most people like Christian Mingle but uh, so I so I met Bethany my fiance now like in a Bible study but we didn't really like we talked a lot uh, and whatnot but I didn't get a number or anything because um, funny enough, she was at going to a wedding in Nashville at, the, at that point. So I actually saw her on Hinge because I was using dating apps because yeah. at the time, like, so so we actually technically connected on Hinge, which okay. is a dating app. Um, so uh, how do I feel about dating apps? Um, at the time, probably the same as everyone else. Like, it's cool, but it's exhausting and it kind of sucks for most people. Um, has my perspective changed since? Not really. It's still <laughs> like okay. Can you guys explain what you mean? So I'm a yeah. generation past. I, I've never had to experience dating apps. Um, when you say it's exhausting, and you're the ten thousandth person who's told me it's exhausting. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So um, like traditional dating, like dating in your age, it's like oh, you see a girl. Um, let me talk to her. Let me ask her out. Boom. Yeah. That's then, or you meet someone in your church, or your parents recommend, friend of a friend, whatever. Um, what dating apps did was kind of democratize that. Like, even if you live in a small town, even if you don't like go as much, or you don't want to meet people at a bar, church, who knows, uh, you can. I guess your your pool, your dating pool, just increased. That's all it is, because you're okay. not dating on Tinder. You're dating in real life. You're just meeting people on Tinder or dating apps. The reason it's exhausting is because now people have all these choices. Like, a lot of choices. Like wow. Nashville, like, it's a city of, I mean, surrounding area is like a million, 1.2 million. Yeah. Um, single, let's just say the amount of single people here is like maybe like half of that or yeah. maybe a third of that. That's still like 300,000 people. Half of that, 150,000 women, right, for, for a man. Mm-hmm. And same for other So it's like, you have a lot of people to swipe through. So you're not giving as much time per profile like wow. the average time a person spends and looks at your profile is like less than a second really so an average person like i mean this is like research you look at a profile and by the first impression and your brain registers it like yes or no almost immediately and like if your first picture or your profile or whatever doesn't look good immediately it's like 0.89 seconds in your swipe left on whoa already um, so the physical appearance first impression is the most important thing um, on tinder or on dating app um broadly yes okay um which is i mean as someone who works at tinder i feel like we can definitely do better uh than that because um as for long-term relationships or even short-term relationships like First, looks are not everything. In fact, it's not as important as personality or, like, values or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Gen Z or young people nowadays, like, care more about values more than anything. Yeah. Yet, on dating apps, like, if this guy, I don't know, like, has a weird jawline or whatever, like, immediately it's, like, a swipe left. Or he visit. Wow. Oh, boys, um, if you have, if you like fishing, keep it to yourself. <laughs> don't, like, have... Oh, man. 
pictures of fish. My sister <laughs> ran into that, and she was like, I immediately swipes left. Yeah, so j- just saying, I have the data, take it from me. Like, if you have pictures of fish on your phone. Pictures of Josh? Like Josh Fish, yeah. yeah. Or him, it doesn't work either way. Like, no pictures of fish. Yeah. Uh, but if you have pictures of dogs in your profile, you have a 50% higher chance of being swiped right on. So, insert dogs minus fish. <laughs> All right. Um, Write this down, Daniel. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, and also, like, dating space, uh, it's evolved a lot. Uh, where, yeah. So, statistically, like, there's... I, mean, I can talk about this all day. Um, statistically, like, on the, the dating apps, like, more women... Sorry, there's more, way more men than women on these apps. Like, of course, these different apps have different ratios, but it's, like, yeah. like two-thirds of the app is, like, men, and, like, a third is women, and... With economic supply and demand, like women, like get a lot more swipes than men do. Oh yeah. Which makes so oh now so when I was talking to Bethany, when we first dated, I was like, we're looking at each other's dating profiles. Yeah. I had like maybe like six, seven people. Yeah. That like I match with, she had like fifty. Wow. You know, I was like, oh cool, you know, <laughs> but but that's like on average, so it, it makes women significantly more picky and like. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have the balls in their court, but because they have so much choice, they like stack, start stack ranking these men instead of like giving this man a chance fully. It's like, ooh, like, yeah, he's pretty cool, but yeah. oh, this other guy, he potentially makes more money or potentially right. like has a better looking dog or whatever. So it's really hard for men on dating apps. So you like, it's literally, literally, it's exhausting. Just you, you are, you have so many options. Within, like you said, just within Nashville, mm-hmm. that you even you might not be a petty person, but like I, I guess you would have to, you would have to start having some type of category uh, um, ranking, whatever system, and it would be like the smallest little things. Oh yeah, so I watch oh, a that's bunch so of, exhausting. I watch a bunch of single women like swipe, and I just watch them because they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm like tell me like what I'm doing right or wrong, right?" So they're seeing this like guy, great profile, looks good, whatever, and this girl literally was like, "Oh, he three of the seven pictures is him being outdoors. I'm not that outdoorsy. He might force me to go outdoors. It's a no for me." I'm like. This guy's probably gonna be the best husband like ever, <laughs> and you're just like, I don't want to be outdoors. <laughs> and that's just an f- example, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because of all these choices, like, like what makes James better than John? Right. Oh, it's these really small nitpicky things that make no sense. Right. And, and people are not. I don't want to say that women are giving choices, but like, I mean, they have the power here, so yeah. they're not really giving men the same like chances as traditionally like you meet yeah. at a bar you meet like a church whatever you can't give you can't give 15,000 people a chance yeah yeah or 150,000 people a chance like yeah. you can't give everyone a chance so it has yeah. to oof. yeah wow just becomes a game of like how can i narrow it down to the most perfect match and that's just like you just have so many options that it literally is just what is the absolute best yeah. So what is the um, this just old old man Daniel here? Yeah. Uh, what's the perception among you're twenty five, twenty four, twenty five, twenty four? We're gonna be twenty five soonish. And you're twenty six. 
Uh, 27. 27. So among your age, what what's the perception of dating apps? Like, is it just, it's normal? It's how people do it these days? You go first. Uh, I mean, I know people who use them. I mean, most of my guy friends who've used them haven't had a ton of luck. Okay. Um, those that have hasn't gone anywhere. Even my friends who are women who have used them, like, nothing, like, tends to last okay. all that long. Most people will just use it, and then they'll find someone in real life. Wow. Um, like, my sister was on dating apps, and then her fiancé now, she met, like, across the street. Uh, and they both live, like, in different apartment buildings. Yeah. And they could, like, their balconies were facing each other. And they figured that out <laughs> Oh, it's like the girl next door. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. Um, so, uh, it's just, like, funny how close people are. And yet, most people I know haven't met someone on dating apps those who have josh fishman mentioned one of his friends uh found a girl who actually goes to his church on a dating app and that was the only way they would have met is because the church is just so massive Mm -hmm. but most people i know a lot of people are on dating apps but dating around nothing lasts um no one likes them (laughs) Really? Oh, okay. No one goes on like, oh boy, time to go on a dating app. Okay, okay. Yeah, and the data supports that. <laughs> um, yeah, again, like I said, it, it's exhausting. And like for me, I think, I don't know, like, I guess like my circles, like dating apps is very normal. Yeah. Um, I guess in California, like, I don't know, like it's just more normalized and like people, yes, go out and people want to meet people, but at least the Christian circles, like, they're not trying to go meet their husband in a bar. I mean, that's not where you find your husband. Right. Or sometimes events or whatever, but dating apps is almost like, when people want to go find a mate or whatever, they want the highest chance of finding somebody. So that's why they use dating apps. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I, I like, this is the only thing I have. I mean, right. they're still going out, they're still going to Bible studies, they go, they're still going to church, meeting people, yeah. volunteering, but... Um, just because when you're volunteering, you meet like maybe three guys, but like right. on dating apps, you meet like one to 50,000. You meet three guys and you give up four hours. Yeah. No, not that you should <laughs> volunteer for like, no, no, I, no, but yeah. I get that. Yeah. It's like I could spend 10 minutes on a dating app mm-hmm. and I could get through hundred, hundreds of yeah. potential mates. Whereas you know, I could go do something for four hours where I might meet three eligible bachelors. Yeah. And and none of them match up with me, you know. And I've just wasted. And again, I know we're saying volunteering, yeah, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. And the thing is, when you meet wow. people in real life, like, I want to say have a ring. I mean, I'm engaged, but I don't have a ring on. So, like, sometimes I said I'd be pretty careful about me, my interactions with women. Um, yeah, with women because I don't want them to think that I'm like yeah. available. Yeah, right. And you too. That's why I'm yeah. wearing this rubber band. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you said you're engaged. I am engaged, but uh, you don't wear a ring, which usually most men don't. Yeah, they're engaged. I feel like I was just talking to a friend about this. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was talking to Jack, who's also engaged. Yeah. Um, I feel like men who got engaged should wear some sort of like, I don't know, yarmulke. <laughs> something like like a bracelet bracelet or like a certain like a monocle 
like a green watch or something. something Temporary like, tattoo. Yeah. Something to tell people, hey, like, you know, this guy is happily committed. Yeah. Because for women, they have this big shiny ring, like the whole world knows. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like a guy sees a girl with a big ring, like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. But I'm not saying that, like, of course, more men approach women than vice versa, but I feel like, you know, men should have some sort of yeah ring slash some sort of symbol that's like hey like i'm engaged to this woman sounds like a business idea that we yeah. can get rich off of maybe a garment the corner of a garment that <laughs> yeah like tassels <laughs> <the wings. laughs> uh yeah something like that yeah trademark yeah. any idea that comes from this is mine and kyle's and Alston's. exactly yeah no i'll talk to him you can talk to my lawyer but great advice <clears throat> So you guys are wedding planning. Has that been stressful? Is it like easy? Like how how is that process? Um, less stressful for me because <laughs> everyone's laughing because uh, let's be honest, guys don't do as much, and I'm guilty of that. And I've had multiple talks. I've been talking to you about this, and I I will contribute more, but. I mean, I'm pretty fortunate because uh, our wedding venue, it's like an all-inclusive whatever, mm-hmm. and they take care of like the tables and the bartenders or music people, which, again, I don't even know the names of these. I learned about a re- that a rehearsal dinner existed like about two weeks ago. Um, yeah, I know nothing about wedding. I've never been in like a bachelor bachelor wedding. Like a grooms, like, a groomsman, yeah, in a wedding. Been a I've been in weddings, but not in a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't understand wedding culture. Um, Me either. I I never went to a ton of what. Oh, I was never in a ton of weddings. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird like I've got friends that have been in twenty weddings. Yeah, I mean I know people who went to like eight weddings over the summer. Yeah. And I'm like I went to one, and all the ones that I've been to recently, I'm in. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually technically one of the first of my friend group okay. to kind of, like, have that. So I don't have a lot of, like, reference. I don't have, yeah. like, older siblings either or older cousins. So, no, it's been good. Um, definitely still in the planning process. I think we finished with everything except for, like, sending out invitations. And I think we picked, like, oh, no, no, in, like, picking, like, food or whatever. Or whatever they do nowadays um I, i'm not as knowledgeable yeah. <laughs> as bethany is in this so do you have any things that you've imagined for your wedding that you want or is it just whatever she wants she could have um i've been told by our uh, premarital counselor that the engagement is about the man because it's like him like being super nervous and then not mm-hmm the wedding is for the woman because mm. that's like their thing and to a certain extent I believe that um, I mean she definitely has a lot more preferences and like I yeah. to wedding colors that's a new thing for me um, yeah so she's picking that she's picking what people are wearing whatever uh, for me I just want it to be fun with friends um, oh one thing uh, is that so not to like you know talk down to everyone else, wedding, whatever, but you know how they do the first dances? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the mother and the the son and the vice versa. Yeah, and the like, father and daughter. And yeah. then like the couple's first dance. Yeah. 
and for most these first dances, just them like waddling, yeah, yeah, in a circle, like for like a minute, yeah, and it's kind of like it's it's like cute. I guess good for pictures, but like you're just waddling. It's as someone who's like, you know, done ballroom dancing. It's like okay. unacceptable. <laughs> I sound so like weird. Unacceptable for like my wedding. So we're gonna like try to get some sort of dance lesson. Some yes. not like a Dancing with the Stars routine, mm-hmm. but like just not just penguin penguin waddling. Yeah, for yeah. a minute and a half. That's amazing. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of my only thing. Um, we didn't even do that. No, you didn't have nope. first dance. No. Nope. When did you dance? We didn't dance. <gasps> we were at a Baptist church. Wait. Did we dance? Taylor, if you listen to this, <laughs> she's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> I don't remember. <clears throat> Fairly certain that we didn't have any kind of dancing afterwards. Wild. We also didn't have any guests. We had like Lope. just immediate family oh, members. Oh, okay. small It was yeah. very small. It was um, it was beautiful, but it was very small, mm-hmm. and it was um, we didn't do a whole lot of the traditional things. So I mean, that was our original plan. Actually, we wanted to elope at first because we're like, wow, this is expensive. Yeah. And I don't want to pay this, and I don't want to expect my parents or her parents to pay for this, and it doesn't make sense. I mean, her and I were pretty practical yeah. uh, in that case, but I think we we're just talking about it, and I think I think it was her like parents were like, you know what, I think you should have a wedding. <laughs> we're like, cool. Yeah. And originally it was like, let's do it for five thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Because her her mom was like, yeah, like my wedding was five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like nineteen eighty two. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, 30 years ago yeah uh, you know as we know inflation is a thing mm. and $5,000 is like you can't even book a venue itself with that with that oh, yeah. no. unless you're booking like someone's like backyard yeah yeah um, you guys could do it in my backyard for $5,000 one of my <laughs> one of the guys at the wedding party that I was just in he is buying a vineyard so he can host weddings really he's, yeah uh, and he's apparently gonna have it by like hopefully the summer when one of the other guys in the party is getting married shout out andrew taylor who apparently listened to one of the episodes and might listen again so if you listen to this uh congrats good job at yeah um but one thing that they did is like the bride's family paid a third the groom paid a third and then the bride paid a third Mm. of their wedding um, and it was wasn't huge. It was a hundred or so people. Yeah. Um, pretty small get togethers. Mostly family. Um, so like the only people really dancing was the wedding party and then like the one table of college friends. Yeah. <laughs> Still very fun. Yeah. Um, good time. Ours was super like um, it was small. It was basically like f- maybe fifty people total. Uh, just immediate family, like um, uncles, cousins, grandparents, if there was a great-grandparent still alive at the time. I don't remember if there were. But um, um, this was only seven years ago. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't didn't remember. get married at 30. No, yeah, you got married Paul- at 30. This is as long as you've known Paulson. It's as long as I've known Paulson, <laughs> yeah. Um, not really. But we, we had, like, barbecue Oh, and solid. milkshakes, yeah, for like the af- after the wedding oh, dinner. The, okay, yeah. what do you go reception? Reception, reception. Yeah. reception. Yeah, I don't even think we had a rehearsal dinner. Oh, we definitely had one. Maybe we had one. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not even sure if I want to have one because yeah. I looked at prices and it's like the cost of a wedding. So uh. what we did for this wedding is they had like a big house that they were renting for the uh, bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the house, they had like all of these tables and chairs that we had to like drag from the attic down. And then one of the guys just went to Costco and got a bunch of barbecue for like the rehearsal dinner. Oh, that's um, awesome. And then like the, uh, so this wasn't this wedding, but one of the other guys in the party who just got married, they got their cakes from Costco and they're like really good cakes and they got like eight of them or something. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cheap. Um, so there's ways around it. That's the, your wedding photo? No, dude. that, that <laughs> might have been like rehearsal dinner okay. or something like that. I don't know. Wow, I'm saying you look so young in that. Why is my hair oh, so weird you're... and short? Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> you look I'm like you have a This is a not, 90s kid. not good podcasting. <laughs> That's somebody else's wedding. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you guys could see, I'll describe everything frame by frame. Photos of Daniel sense. and his wife in their heyday. Yeah. <laughs> in our heyday. We're way past our heyday now. We're still there. This was yeah, yesterday. It's in our 30s, yeah. 30s is the new 20s. Man. So, Daniel, you've been doing a series on relationships uh, called Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> a series on Ruth about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. John, so our, our pastor, John, did a series on relationships. Uh, he talked about singleness, dating, and marriage. And then um, we went into Ruth. I didn't really I didn't really think ahead of time that we would uh, talk a lot about dating relationships. I knew that Ruth is all, I mean, it's all about, it's a story, and it's about relationship. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking too much about romantic relationships. Maybe I'm not. Uh, there's some people who will be like, hey, man, I love what you've been talking about. And I'm sure there's some people where they're like, hey, shut up. So, anyways, it's been fun. It's good for me uh, to practice through kind of like, how do I want to guide people? How do I want to like talk to people about dating and things to think about? Like, I did not date well. I didn't date well or wise. Um, and so a lot of the things that, like, as I'm going through Ruth and the chapters, I'm like, oh, I, I was in that situation at one point, and uh, I didn't handle that the right way. You went to the threshing floor? Yeah, I was at the threshing floor. I was separating wheat from chaff. Oh. And, you know, things happen, you know, when you're threshing wheat. So <laughs> Things do happen, dude. 50 shades you're of sweaty. Wheat. You're all... You're all Oh wow! Okay, Fifty Shades of Gleaning, Daniel. You're all, you're all pitted out. You're sweaty. You know pheromones. Yeah. Yeah. True. Actually, pheromones come from sweat. I mean, who doesn't just love some some good wheat? You know. All the kids are doing them nowadays. I do like wheat ale. That's pretty good. What is ale made out of usually? Ale. Like fruits. Like hops. Okay, but what is a hop? Yeah. I, I can tell you what it looks like. It looks like a marijuana plant. What's a hop? So a hop is a it's a it's a plant. Okay. It's a flora? Fauna? I thought a hop was like a part of the wheat. I thought it's like the spiky parts of the wheat. I thought that was a hop. Hey, uh listeners out it. there. <laughs> yeah, we're I'm on it. it. I'm on it. Yeah. Keep talking. It's so funny. Every time we have a we don't know something. 
we have multiple devices in front of us which we could use to find out the answer ourselves but we're just like someone would let us know if if they want to listen or email in and tell us hops are the flowers of the hop plant humulus humulus lupulus Oh, that's like a spell. A member yeah. of the cannabisae family. Oh, it's a cannabis. Plant. So it is. That's why it looks like marijuana, y'all. Does it taste like marijuana? Um, no <laughs> comment. <laughs> it says it's How bitter. in the world would I know? Yeah. How would you uh, it is what the, the hoppier, the more bitter. Mm. And I don't think bitter like in terms of bad. Wait, is that what uh, IPAs are? Yeah. Oh, I hate IPAs so much. So IPAs are super mm. hoppy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, these that's why. Yeah. Also, there's there's certain um, there's certain like there's different styles of IPAs. Uh, there's one that my wife and I really like. It's called a Dank IPA, which Dank is kind of slang for yeah, yeah, marijuana. Yeah, yeah. And it smells and tastes exactly like what I would imagine marijuana <laughs> would smell and taste like. You know what? Sign me up. Do you not I, smell I, marijuana? It doesn't smell good. I've it's always wanted. It smells to, like a skunk. Yeah. I've always wanted to smell and taste marijuana. So send me in. I don't think any, anyone just like straight up eats marijuana. I hope not. <laughs> okay. We're going down a different avenue here, but like hash brownies or like pot cookies or like yeah, but like would you just take the plant and just eat it? Like I don't think anyone would do that. No, people infuse it in. Like, yeah, you put food. it in things. Could you make tea out of it? Probably. Yeah, actually, people do. People do. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, so in, in college, UC Santa Barbara, by the way, uh, I had a roommate who, I mean, this is before it was legal in California. He literally had, like, a whole hydroponic system in the apartment where he grew, or attempted to grow weed, grow weed, and the whole, like, house would just smell like weed. Oh man! And I was like, you know, what? this is just totally normal stuff right now. Yeah. Um, but his plants failed. But you know, um, yeah, I learned so much about marijuana, like living there. I had a housemate who knew so much about marijuana. Never once had anything. But he has never s- smoked marijuana. Never done anything. Yeah, his name was also Kyle, and they called him Weed Kyle. Weed. Because he just knew everything <laughs> about weed. <laughs> Is he like a researcher or just like, you know what, I'm so interested in this. He's a weed searcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He just, for some reason, was in a class where everyone was like, yeah, you would be the, the pothead. And because of that, he's like, well, I guess I'll learn everything about it. But he never smoked a single day in his life. He just took that and ran with it. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I am pothead. Yeah. Kyle. He's like, I guess if they're going to give me the uniform, I'll wear it. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Shout out to uh, Stoner Kyle. Yeah. yeah I don't think I'll listen to this. You but... know who you are. Uh, <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, eating hops, that's right. Thanksgiving's coming up. Nashville can be kind of a foodie town. Yeah. Uh, also, I know you're a big foodie guy. You've been trying to get people together to go to some restaurants and things. Yeah, that's kind of You've um, cooked for us before and made uh, sticky mango rice. Sticky mango rice. It's a. Uh, I feel sl- I feel left out right now. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I mean, Is I because I'm 38. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, yeah, so I have, um, yeah, I've always liked food. I mean, most people need to eat food. Um, it's true. I, uh, yeah, it's just, I like to enjoy food and like, I like cooking it. Um, just learning more about it and stuff. So I'm I'm a foodie. Uh, 
in California, actually, that that's actually one of the reasons I did not want to move to Tennessee because I'm like, ooh, because I'm like, LA, San Diego, like Orange County, like that's food, international foods, best foods, whatever. And I moved to Tennessee. I'm like, oh, they're only gonna have barbecue and biscuits here. Like, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I truly thought like, oh man, like I really hope there's like Asian food or Mexican food because that's like kind of what you eat there. And I was in. Today, I'm still hunting for good food. So if anyone knows any good ethnic ethnic food here, like let me know. Have you have you found anything that you like that's acceptable to you in terms of Asian, uh, Hispanic? Yeah. So um, not to be a food critic or anything. Um, it's okay. I I've found so I love Korean barbecue. Okay. Have you had Korean barbecue? No. Okay. Well, again, Korean Let's barbecue. Go. Okay, we're go- it's not cheap, but. <laughs> But we'll all go. You had me a barbecue. Okay, cool. It's really good. So it, it kind of like, so you ha- you're at this table and then like they give you raw meat and you cook it yourself. Okay. On this grill. It's pretty cool. It's like you're grilling. And do you have to time. tip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you still They should tip me for doing their yeah. job for them. It's it's a great experience. Okay. Um, But yeah, there's a great place uh, down in Brentwood. It's okay. called like Korea. It's literally called Korea Barbecue. And, and the guys are from like, from Korea. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Florida. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so it, it's it's pretty legit. Um, okay. I, I think it's the same quality as LA, but it's just more expensive because okay. it's Nashville. So that's really good. Um, I did go. There's this place over here on Charlotte where I go and get. I think it's called uh, Bibimbap. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So uh, Dan- it's like a hole in the wall in like a little strip mall over here called like. Is it called Korea House? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's on um, Charlotte. It's called Korea. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Now, I'm uncultured and have no context for what good Korean food is, but to me, I'm like, whoa, that's really good. Yeah, no, the, yeah, that, I was about to say that place. That place is pretty good. Cool. Have good. If you like soups, I mean, Koreans are known for their soups, so you'll find Had me at soup. Yeah, they have good soups there as soup. well. I do love soup. So, good soup there in Korean house. And, that, like, if you look at their wall, they have, like, all these awards for the best in, like, yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Like, that's really cool, but, like, <laughs> you're in Nashville, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Uh, and Mexican food, also near Charlotte Pike, there's a place called um, Taqueria Azteca. They have like Baja style tacos, which is like California style tacos. Is that the one with like across from, or like next to like the gas station, and it's got that one sign that's all like whacked out? Uh, whacked out, yes. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it's hard to describe where it. it's next to this like Tennessee like loans building, whatever. Yeah. On Charlotte Pike. Um, it's each taco is two dollars. What's it called? Taqueria? What? Azteca. Azteca. A Z T E. I can't spell. A Z T E C A. Yep. Taqueria Azteca. It's right there. Two dollar tacos. It's really good. Um, you know it's legit when they sell like um, well not like so you know how there's like beef, chicken, and that's it. Usually they have, so they have car- uh, carne asada, which okay. is oh that's beef. Pastor. El Pastor, which is like marinated pork. Yeah. They have like buche, they have like cabeza, ojo, and all that. And that's like different parts of the cow. Yeah. Which most people are like, oh, that's so weird. But like, man, it's Mexican food and it's so good. Ojo means eyes. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Wild. Hard pass. (laughs) Nah. Street tacos. Like, see, this is like good, I think, for Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's some good places. Um, So me and Pawson, we went to a sushi train in that area. (laughs) Josh loves sushi train. Which which right (laughs) there by Target. Yeah. (laughs) Which Josh? Not great. Fishman. Oh God. It's just. It's it's not great. Me and me and my wife Taylor went there. I don't know. Maybe date fifteen or something. (laughs) 
And I was like, this is the coolest place I've ever been. It's cool, but the sushi is like... <laughs> Hot garbage. <laughs> Not great. No, no. I mean, when it's I say great it's... if you want to eat a lot, but... No, I'm what? sure the people there are lovely. Oh, yeah. Okay, so when I say hot garbage, I actually mean it because like it's not temperature controlled. Like I'm pretty sure you can get like salmonella from it. Oh. So, because like okay, so me and Kyle were just in Japan. Like, I don't want to like brag or anything, but like, like they have rotating sushi bars as well. But mm-hmm. it's like in a contained like it's not conveyor belt. It's temperature controlled and it's like basically like covered. So like, people are talking, whatever. Like their spit doesn't go into the uh, belt. Mm-hmm. At the sushi train, my gosh, like. It's an open conveyor belt, no covers, and the rice is old, and people are talking into it. Like, yeah. Man, that is just a... Yeah. I mean, you no, can no pick it up, look at it, and set it back down, kind of. Uh, maybe they have a rule against... But, I don't know. I mean, Theoretically, you could pick it up yeah, and be like, oh, people, people I know, do. they definitely have. I've seen, like, people do something that. in the wrong section where I'm like, oh, yeah. oh this isn't on the sign. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, no. Just, and if you've never been there, it, it like you, you just described it, conveyor belt, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's yeah. just, just a little sushi conveyor. train. You just grab a plate that has four pieces of sushi. Yeah, if you go in there, just order a la carte, man. It, it's not worth the disease. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're, you're, you could be all the way down the line and you're waiting the entire length for the sushi to come yeah, to your table. And, okay. and if, like, people don't eat that specific plate that you wanted. It's just sitting there for, like, a whole day, you know? Like, you don't uh, want that. I mean, not to kill their business or anything, but uh, you should definitely not go. Okay. But there's... Well, okay. I haven't been to other better sushi places yet. I heard... Um, I'll stick to Kroger. Oku, where I normally get my... I heard Oku's sushi. good, but that's also, like, expensive. Where have I been that's been good? Um, there's one right near, like, Trader Joe's. Um, sushi drink. No, <laughs> it's a different one. There's like Sonaba is somewhere I'll, around there. I'll tell you. There's one like right next to um. Oh, okay. What's the, what's the place? Uh, La Peep. What? There's one next to La, La Peep. Oh yeah, over yeah. there in Belmead. Yeah, there's one I over there. I love that place. Um, no. Uh, Disregard what I'm looking at. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's some place over towards Mount Juliet, Lebanon. I thought it was Osa, but it's it's. That's where Disa got coffee. It's oh, it's Korean and it's it starts with an O and there's three letters. Oku. Is that is that what you were just trying to tell me? Oku, but I'm not sure if that is that place. But that's the good one. No, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. So oh well, Sonabon okay. is the one near. Trader Joe's. Yeah, no, I heard, I heard that, that one's good. I, well, I heard that one's really good. Yeah, that one's really uh, good. I haven't, I haven't been. Me and Paulson just went there, honestly. Yeah, there's actually a good um, Japanese slash Korean place in um, Mount Julia called Mori Mori. Okay. Like, it's like quote unquote Japanese, but it's actually like owned by Koreans. It, Korean fried chicken's really good. Um, cool. Big fan. So, what other, what other types of food? You got Asian, Mexican, but like. What other types of food do you like? Let's let's Nashville. What's like the one of the best places? One of the your favorite places to go? So yeah, funny enough, I haven't like tried out as many places as as I wanted to okay. so far. But I think one of my favorite restaurants has to be uh, Marsh House in the Gulch. Marsh House. Marsh House. Okay. So it's a um, like a modern American rendition of. Like Louisiana and Southern food, oh, and it's sounds so good. It's really good. So they have good. Um, they have oysters from all over 
America, I guess. Um, it, it's it's quite good. Uh, I was there for like a friend's birthday. Well, actually, Bethany's birthday. Um, yeah, it is very good. But um, one place that's okay that I don't really recommend is uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So do you know Sperry's Steakhouse? Yes. Like on on whatever. On on Highway One or Bellmead. Old Harding, Harding, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's two different ones. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So that one, um, I had a gift card to it or whatever. So okay. I, I tried it. Honestly. Um, People love that place. It's like a, it's like one of those like nostalgic legend it, places. They've been there for like 50, 60 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay, I don't want it to like demonize them or be demonized or get canceled for this. But um, Austin's thoughts are his own and do not reflect the thoughts <laughs> of Hanging in the Hangar podcast. <laughs> Uh, I was there and I got the ribeye, mm-hmm. uh, and they had you know a nice black crust on it. It's pretty good. However, the cut of steak that I got was not ribeye. Oh wow! It was something closer to New York strip. Okay. Because the marbling was not the same, and it's it was like not I don't know. I, I've eaten a lot of steak in my life, and like during a pandemic, that's all I ate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed, and I, I just felt like. I don't know, like, because people love it, everyone loves it, and yeah. I was like, you know, like, yeah, it's gonna be so great, but, like, and I know, again, I'm not trying to say that they're the worst or bad business practices, but I've heard of, like, other steakhouses, like, in order to, like, sell more, boost their profits, they, like, exchange pieces of, like, steak cuts sometimes, uh, and do you know how everyone's into dry age beef nowadays? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, instead of doing dry age, they'll put blue cheese on it and make a reduction of it, because... That would just make the t- uh, thing taste like more like dry age. Yeah. To sell it more. So, anyways. Have y'all been to uh, 615 Chutney down in Bellevue? I have not, but I heard it's good. So good. No, but I love Chutney. Yeah, when I lived over there, like I'd any go chutney. like once a week. Huh. Yeah, I need to go to an Indian place. It's the best here. Indian place I, I that I've Indian been food. to. Yeah. yeah. I highly recommend it. Right, I'm Maybe like right over there. I do live is right there. Is it expensive? No, no I mean, I would get, like, chicken tikka masala for, like, $16, and then if you what? do, but if you do takeout, you get enough for, like, two meals. Okay. So, Paulson and Johnson, um, maybe a year and a half ago, took me, we, we went to a couple of different Indian places. I've been to a few with them, and went to this one place, and I won't say its name, but it was, um, I loved it. But what we ordered was, like, each one of us ordered, like, the lunch buffet or something. <laughs> but it was kind of, like, close enough to COVID where you couldn't do the buffet. Mm-hmm. So they brought you out, like, what you could get on the buffet to your table. So our our table, we were sitting at, like, a four-person table, and our table was just, there's 30 plates on the table. <laughs> I mean... You're just eating things. That, like they actually brought a cart out and set oh, it like at the base awesome. of your table. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I loved it. Nice. All right, I'm down. I haven't <laughs> had good Indian food in a while, um, so I am down. I'm also not hard to please because I don't have a context for like what is elite. Mm-hmm. So if I've tried four places, you know, then also you have more context. For Indian yeah. food now? Okay. I think so. No, I mean, I'm just saying that place may be trash to some people, uh-huh. but to me, I'm like, this was amazing because yeah. I've eaten at like four Indian places. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's like part of the issue I have is that like 
again, I come from California, like eat at all the time. That's what me and my siblings yeah. do. That's like our hobby, eating out. Not to say that like I'm like have like these like high tastes or whatever. I, I care about value a lot. Yeah. Um, like if they're trying to be sixteen bucks for a tikka masala, it better be good. You know, because that's <laughs> so good. That is not cheap. You know, so. Well, I know this from ordering catering every mm-hmm. single week that yeah. just the price of meat has gone up like yeah. so much that something that should be thirteen twelve dollars is is now sixteen dollars. Oh man, a burger at like Five Guys like I know. Bucks. I know. Oh, I, I thought I, I used to love Five Guys until their burger was like sixteen dollars. It's so expensive. Yeah, that's so when to I, get like two patties and, and like cheese. fries aren't included. You have to pay extra for. I know. That. No, that's why you eat all their peanuts. Yeah, you eat all their peanuts. Like all grab grab an entire sack. Just yeah. leave <laughs> with a sack of peanuts because you deserve it. Um, when I moved to Tennessee, I thought you know things you know rent is cheaper, whatever is cheaper. The only thing that's not cheaper was food. Really? I was so Very surprised. Similar. Very same, same yeah. exact same wow. prices. And mm-hmm. alcohol is way more because of taxes. And uh, Oh, there's like two different taxes. Yes, I learned that like yesterday. Yeah, yeah we yeah. learned yesterday yeah. at the... Uh, the so, Harry Potter place. So, uh... Wait. You went to a Harry Potter place? Yes. yes. So Union Station is doing a pop-up <laughs> bar until the end of the year okay. that's, like, Harry Potter-themed. Very good. I highly recommend. But we all got our checks, and we're like, you have the liquor tax, and yeah. then what's this, like, LBD tax or something? Whatever it means. It basically means... Liquor by the drink. Yes, yes. Um, and it was, like, an extra tax for okay, some so reason. it was, like, $4 or something on a... I don't know. It wasn't that many drinks. It was, like, no. a $17... Yeah, drink so then... it, so like they tax on liquor, which is already crazy here, and they tax you for just buying a single drink, but not like a whole bottle. If you buy a whole bottle, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just honestly, it's just to like make money off the tourists. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So when I was in Japan, oh yeah, we were in Japan. When I was in Japan, I went to this um, uh, discount store, like. Don Quixote. Oh my gosh, Don Quixote. They have everything. It's the best. The I, Dollar General of Japan. It's the Walmart. Yeah. It, it's it's like Costco sized Dollar General. Oh okay. It's yeah. insanity. Wow. Um, and I was like trying to buy liquor there because it's significantly cheaper. A bottle, like a seven fifty milliliter milliliter bottle of Jack, is like thirteen dollars. Whoa. And it's cheaper than Tennessee, where it's from. Yeah. Yeah, like we no ran contact. into like a vending machine that had alcohol just out on the street, and one of our friends got like a thing of sake for like two dollars. Wow, yeah, everything over there is so much cheaper. So you love food. Do you cook a lot? Like, what, yes. Do you do you like make breakfast at home? Do you make a lot of your meals throughout the week? Yeah, I I cook once or twice every single day. I work from okay. home, so like I wake up early. I you know, sign in, check some emails, and then yeah. I cook my brunch. I don't really eat breakfast and lunch. I just eat yeah. brunch, I guess. That's kind of so, how I am. Yeah, I eat two meals a day. So, um, I'll have to cook this for you guys. Well, let's, let's get together, bro. I'll cook for you guys. Yeah. So, I have this dish uh, I made for Davis. Um, I call it my harissa chicken. Okay. So, I get a bunch of, like, veggies, like bell peppers, onions, garlic. Um, I think that's it. And... And chicken, like, drumsticks or chicken thighs, like, like dark meat. Yeah. And I, like, basically, like, cook it together and basically stew it. 
to the point where it's like almost like a sauce mm. with the chicken, and I make uh, turmeric rice with it. So it's like oh, that sounds great. So it's like a Middle Eastern. It's like a little spicy. So it's like a Middle Easterness thing. And, I and can I handle some spice. Yeah, you can handle spice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can take some. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I, I love cooking. And uh, for the uh, friendsgiving, I was thinking about like what I want to cook. Um, I have this uh, dish called I call it BS corn. Um, yeah. Bible, Bible study corn. Oh, you brought it to the Super Bowl. I did. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was like slap your mama good. <laughs> oh, thank you. It, it's just a lot of butter. not your mom. Yeah, just please, please don't. Someone's mom. Yeah, I. Stacy's mom. Stacy, she's got it going on. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about like um, bringing that again. Um, it, it's the most unhealthiest dish I've ever cooked in my entire life. <laughs> um, Maybe that's why it was so good. No, no, it's it yeah. it just brown sugar. It is cane sugar. It is cream cheese. It's but like I'm pretty sure I like just took out all the Kerrygold yes. butter from Kroger. Oh, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll do that maybe, or, or the ham, or both. Honestly. When my two-year-old daughter was like one year old, we used to just hand her a stick of butter. <laughs> she and loved it, and, and she'll just eat. She loved it. Do you eat like fried butter, like deep fried butter? No, 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 no. We so I what I said tonight is like uh, about my wife and like where does this beef come from? Our house is. Only clean food, organic, nice. like it's no processed, super good. And, and like Taylor does the research and she's like, no, butter is great for like young kids. What? It's it's great. Wild. Bone density, thickness, just the dairy, all, all that. It's good butter is good for them. So what about for a kid like me? Can I eat? <laughs> Butter? You can eat all the butter you want. Yeah, I'm trying to lose weight for the wedding. The liquid like, butter at the AMC that just like <laughs> drips oh, out the bottom of the bag. So that's one You're thing. Like, that's not, not butter. That's not even butter. I did not understand that at all because uh, you know, grew up, growing up in Shanghai. So yeah. when you go to a movie there, they give you kettle corn. Not oh. ooh, they sell kettle corn of all types. Chocolate. It's like Boy Scouts. Yeah. All the kettle corn, but no buttery like salty um, corn. Yeah, I never like buttery, salty popcorn at all, especially with all that butter. It just, like, you're eating it, and you finish it all, obviously, during the pre-credits. Yeah, before yeah. the movie starts. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I just feel disgusting. I disgusting. I've stopped adding the butter to it. You it have just, to. It tastes way better yeah. without it. Yeah. I mean, I would if I could afford popcorn at the theaters. It's, like, um, so I went, they had changed the size of the small to, like, half of what it was. Like, the bag got small. still, like, six bucks. Yeah, same price. And then I talked to someone, they're like, yeah, we're just trying to get rid of these things, but we're going to change it back soon enough. I was like, you let me know when they're back, and then I'll start buying again. Like, I'm not spending my money on, like, half of what I used to get. So you guys might not resonate with this, and I know we didn't have this on our topics list, but so now that I'm a husband and a father, going to the movies alone late at night like the last showing that they have mm-hmm. where the theater is basically empty is the most freeing and relaxing oh, yeah. and amazing time of my life oh, like time away it's just it's a recliner oh, that's true they I usually wear sweatpants and yeah. like slides mm-hmm. and I'm like take a jacket or something I usually take like a beer or something in my pocket oh. 
And it's just the best thing in the world. Oh, man. Yeah, any amazing. movie that there'll probably be a lot of kids at, the like midnight showing is the one that I'm going to. Yeah. Because there won't be any kids. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if there's a lot of kids at it and you're just the one random single it, middle-aged it feels man, weird. that's weird. Yeah. It does feel weird. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I'm 27. I'm at the age where, like, people can potentially see you as creepy. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. Because, like, you know, I love kids. Actually, I talk about kids all the time. Yeah. Like, Bethany, thinking about fostering after I get married and all that. But I can't, so, so like, Bethany, right, she basically, you know, she has, like, experience like babysitting nannying and all that yeah she can go and say yeah i love kids right but if i go and say hey i love kids like it's <laughs> that's not something you can say <laughs> as, depends as, on uh, how you say it yeah that's true right? as a grown man yeah so but yeah i feel like okay so you're gonna make us some food at some point yes mm-hmm. uh just put it on my schedule yes yeah. i put everything on the calendar what is your uh like so thanksgiving's coming up yeah um we did a little thanksgiving episode last year but for you mm-hmm. Your family, like, what, what does Thanksgiving look like for you and your family? What are your favorite, some of your favorite dishes? Like, yeah, talk about that. Sure. Um, yeah, so my family's uh, Chinese and uh, Chinese immigrants. But for Thanksgiving, we do pretty, like, traditional, like, American. So it's, like, big turkey, my mom. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is normal. Um, she saw us on Instagram. Um, so she would drows the turkey and marinate it in like coca-cola uh-huh. is that normal by never way? heard of or that. sprite um i've heard of like coke yeah coca-cola chicken yeah but not turkey so she does have turkey and it's honestly pretty good um it's pretty because like it's like a like sweetness and like the carbonation like uh makes it more tender okay. it makes it more juicy so it's like you know how like Sometimes you cut into a turkey and there's like a dry part and you that's what gravy's for. Oh, yeah. So I hate turkey because of that. Oh, I don't love turkey mm-hmm. because of that. Oh, yeah. If you try to like... So if you've ever brine a turkey or yeah. like... Like when you get a turkey, they don't just like put it in the oven. Yeah. I mean, stuffing is great, but like you need to like... like you baste that thing. Baste it. Like basically like soak it in some sort of juice so that way like the juice retains. Yeah. So like, my family when we do turkeys, it's like not dry, and it's pretty yeah. good. We also do like you know cranberry whatever sauce. Uh, last year, um, oh, I was in there last year, like two years ago. Like I think we all like my siblings and I, I have like three younger siblings. Yeah, all like adults, and we I think each cooked our own little thing. Oh, cool. And uh, I mean, we all we are food family. I mean, we're yeah. restaurant industry, you know, like we love yeah. food. So we all cooked a little bit of something. Um, yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. This year, uh, I'll be here with Bethany's family in okay. Affiliate for cool. uh, Thanksgiving. I've never cooked a turkey ever in my life. I think uh, her mom's going to do that. But So I have a frozen duck in my Ooh. fridge. Freezer? Um, Daniel probably has a couple of those in his freezer. Pretty <laughs> random. We caught out about. We ate them. We ate them off. So I, I want to make a duck d'orange. Okay. So it's like a French like duck dish. Okay. I'm trying to make it as not greasy as possible. So I have had it before, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have never had that. I just had to go. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. love duck, and I think that we've so I've, um, mm-hmm. I haven't eaten a whole lot of duck 
Uh, I've had duck like poppers. Do you know what? I, where you would like butterfly the breast, open it up, throw some cream cheese, throw a jalapeno, and wrap it in bacon. <laughs> throw it on the grill. Is that from like? Is that like an Alabama? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Never mind. That was dove. That was not duck. That was dove. Isn't that like the peace bird? Is that legal to eat? Yeah, dove's great. Like do- dove's good. So dove soap eat to me if you want it. Dove what? <laughs> dove it's is soap. soap to me. And all, wait, what? Uh, you, you can legally eat doves? Are they like so? There's pretty? a there's a dove hunting season. What the heck? Yeah, dove are dove are big. I mean, they're plump. <laughs> this is a uh, this is new information to me. I'm not sure if I like. I'm curious or like feel weirded out. It's good. I mean, if you like duck, I mean duck or like ducks a bird. Daniel, you gotta bring some dove to uh, Friendsgiving. I don't have any dove. <laughs> Just laying around. When is dove hunting season? Look, right now. Uh, it's uh, the second day of Christmas, technically. <laughs> 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 oh, two turtle doves. Uh, I got that. I got that joke very quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard about this. So in Japan, Thanksgiving. Uh, KFC did a marketing thing okay. where they were like turkey, poultry, chicken. So okay. all of the people in Japan are like, oh, Americans go to KFC for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so they all go. It's like the biggest day okay. for KFC okay. is Thanksgiving wow. in Japan. Yeah, I think they do that for Christmas as well. And they like yeah. order like months in ahead. Yeah. Months, months. Like it's... The colonel is just crushing it in yeah. Japan. Oh, and the colonel sucks in the U.S. Like they give sucks. Like if you go to Japan or literally like it was in Italy, like any other country other than America, it's good. It's the same I, I have with, to like, say I'm gonna take points. up for KFC. Thirty years ago, because when I was young, mm-hmm. KFC was good. Like, and I know it, it's not just little kid nostalgia. It yeah. was different. It was mm-hmm. it was good. So I learned about this recently. Okay. So the colonel, right? He uh, in the, at a certain year, I don't know when, within okay. those thirty years, he sold his company to a private equity firm. Okay. And the private equity firm, what it did is they just like decreased labor, decreased cost, make as profit as possible, ruined the magic. Yeah. Then the colonel actually started his own chicken business on the side. He was so mad. He actually sued. Um, the private equity okay. firm that like bought KFC, okay, because they ruined his like whatever. Yeah, his his special blend yeah. of herbs so and spices. So so it's, so it's right now. I don't think they actually use a special blend. Of wow, because it's too expensive. So they just like skimp out. So it's actually different. I would literally. I would never go there. Today. No, I no. If there's one like their where mac I live. and cheese is okay, but I wouldn't go. <laughs> actually, no, their mac potatoes. I was like me either. I went there last night. Well, I haven't been in years, but yeah. like their mac and cheese is probably one of the best fast food mac and cheeses. Okay. Cool. You if might disagree. Ever, if you're I, ever I driving, if okay. you're ever driving down I sixty five, at some point between uh, is it Columbus or Columbia? Columbia, Columbia Tennessee, and about, well, I would just say Decatur, Alabama. That's where I'm from. So that's about an hour, hour and a half mm-hmm. little stretch there. If you can find a Jack's fast food restaurant, not a Jack in the Box, Jack's fast food, the fried chicken, green beans, mashed potatoes and gravy, mac and cheese, it's it's fast food. Also, their bacon cheeseburger, and it's fast food, but it's like it's my favorite fast food. They 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 actually like cook it. You know, it's good. It's really good. I've never liked fast food. 
Yeah. Oh, except for In and Out, guys. Shout out to In and Out. In and Out, of course. Yeah, they're coming to Franklin, apparently. Yeah, they're coming to Franklin 2026. I cannot wait. Okay. Oh, my goodness. It's okay, okay, it's not like mind blowing necessarily, but it's the best value. Okay. It's like, do you know how burgers at other places, like McDonald's, it's like five, six dollars for a, a snack. Like a whopper? Yeah. No, wait. Quarter pounder. Whatever they do there. Like a, a quarter pounder. Royale with cheese. But in In and Out, the burger's like sub three dollars or three dollars or something dollar. Yeah. And it's a good size. So like it's actually mm. the cheese. Animal style fries. That's right. Oh, you know. That's the only thing I know about. <laughs> is that just like cheese? So animal style is they take their cardboard uh, fries. Yeah. And then they layer two American cheese sizes. And okay. then their chick, chick fil sauce. God. Their own um, In-N-Out sauce, which is basically just Thousand okay. Island. Thousand Island. Yeah. And it's really good. Uh, yeah, their fries are pretty bad. So we were in Austin, <laughs> Texas. And there's In-N-Outs in Austin. Yeah, and, there is. And uh, my wife and I rented a, a car so we could drive out into the hill country. Nice. We passed an In-N-Out, but then we also passed this other, like, local Austin or, or Texas fast food chain. Whataburger? No, 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 no. It was, um, I've had Whataburger. But it was, like, P, P something. P Sherman 42 Wallaby Way? Yes. Um... No, it was like it was it was an initial P uh-huh. and then something else. So we were like, oh, let's let's try one of these. That's really cool. And I'm like, oh, we gotta go to In and Out. But we've passed like thirty of these other ones. Uh-huh. And and they look retro. So they're like retro, mm. like nineteen uh, fifties kind of look. Yeah. And we were like, okay, let's go there. We made the wrong choice. Uh. We definitely should have gone to In and Out. So you still haven't had In and Out. I've never had In and Out. Man. So, you know, whenever Kyle Lira's mom flies in to visit him, she brings him in and out. Tell him to Sorry, have what? her grab extra. Wait, that's like a five-hour flight. Yeah, I don't know how it happens. Um, Definitely doesn't stay warm. I don't... I, he probably have it at the airport. And he should just... Maybe? No, there isn't. There isn't? No. He should just wow. go to California. That's that's weird. <laughs> well, actually, so Colorado my... Colorado has it. Can you get it shipped to you? No, I don't think so. So, so the point of In and Out is that they're yeah. really serious about like freshness of the ingredients. That's okay. why they don't expand that quickly, because they want the quality control to be like super, whatever. So, each In and Out's like within like thirty miles of a, I don't know, like ingredients, whatever. So okay. they're, they're pretty serious. Okay. Um, so um, one random thing is that uh, my former roommate Clay, when he uh went to California, he like brought back so much like. In and out sauce, okay. and just put it in the fridge. <laughs> I'm like, what are you gonna do with that? Like, you don't have the rest of the burger. Yeah, I gotta go to In and Out. Yeah, yeah. What burger is overrated? I don't like never been. It's like, because people are saying like, never oh, been. it's so good. Um, I tried it. Like, I was trying to like, you know, be open minded. It's yeah. like pretty n- normal. It's like not bad, but not great. Yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah. just not great. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a. I hate it when you go get a burger from some place. And, um, like, you want a burger, right? And then the bun is so much thicker. Like, there's so much more bun than there is patty. Yeah. I hate that. Mm. There's also a, a pretty cool place. I don't know how it is. I have, probably haven't had it in 15 to 20 years in the state of Alabama. It's pretty much local to Alabama. Mm-hmm. But you could get it in, like, Kroger up here. You, have you guys seen, like, Milo's Sweet Tea? In, yes. like, grocery stores? Yeah. So Milo's is a fast food burger chain. Huh. And it's almost like a like a patty melt kind of mm. burger that you get. Um, the bun is toasted. It's kind of more like sourdough bread. 
Um, but they do these like diced onions in this kind of, it's not a barbecue sauce, but it's like a sauce that they toss the diced onions in. Um, and they'll do like a double patty with cheese with the diced onions and the sauce. It's really good. Or at least it was really good like 15, 20 years ago. I don't know what it's like anymore. <laughs> if you're ever driving down through like Birmingham, you can find a Milo's down there. It might be worth a try. I don't know. Uh, fast food is kind of, yeah. Man, well, speaking yeah. of fast, yeah. we got to wrap up here. <laughs> yeah. Dan needs to go get to his kids pretty fast. Uh, they've been asleep for five hours, so. Oh, really? They're waiting Four for hours. you. Oh, wow. only, the kids only sleep, what, four or five hours Actually, a day? let's be honest. They've probably been asleep for about two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's later now. But they just fight it. <laughs> they fight it. Austin has been great having you on. Um, appreciated you. you coming out here and staying up till eleven with us. Uh, yeah, my pleasure. Hanging in the hangar. Hanging in the hangar. Thank you for uh, your time, uh, and we'll appreciate having you on. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners. Uh, appreciate you for listening into this. Hopefully, uh, this podcast will spread and more people will know about it. To the masses. Masses. To the moon. Exactly. And back. It's our next stop. Uh, anywhere you can find it in and out. Hopefully, the moon. Well, Mars, you know, like. Yeah. 2050. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing. No, that's my prediction. 2050, Elon's going to be like, you know what? I need to take this. <laughs> All but- the way to Uranus. It's a gaseous, actually. You can't really do that. All right, let's end there. Uh, Have a good night. Bye, y'all.